0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to the latest episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills. And Happy New Year to all of you. Recording this on New Year's Eve, so hope that everyone is having a great celebration, uh, whether it's tonight or tomorrow, whatever you decide to do. I hope that you and yours are happy and healthy, and again, having a great holiday season. You know, as you think back over this year, not just with the Buffalo Bills and the success that they have had, right? And again, you talk about this year, that includes that 2021 playoff run, getting to the AFC Championship game. Of course, a bit of the roller coaster that we've had this season. But when you think about it, coming off that victory over the New England Patriots last week, for that to be the team's last game of 2021, I'll take that as ending on a high note. But of course, we've got to talk about a couple more weeks of football in the regular season before the Buffalo Bills get to the playoffs. I'll be at that playoff spot, not locked up just yet. So really just not, you know, looking to get ahead of myself in any way, shape or form before I get into some of my thoughts. And, and really these thoughts, it's just going to be kind of some random takes as it ties into, uh, again, heading into to this week. You know, just uh, you reflect on, on Buffalo Rumblings.com, all the work that our team has done here, especially on the podcast side, the guys that I work most closely with. And just to take a moment of just kind of pride in, in everything that's taken place for the team here, but the engagement with all of you, the listeners and the fans and and this great community of, of Buffalo Bills fans that come together and allow us to be, to be a part of that. So I just wanted to take a minute to say thanks. I mean, thanks to, again, all of the guys that do the great shows with us each and every week and just how much fun that is i mean you think of the the new shows that we've added this week everything that joe miller has brought to Rumblings.com, john fina and not another buffalo podcast just you know just having fun with all of with all of these guys and and again all of you are a part of this with us so you know as you go through and you think of the shows that we have each and every week We're just glad that you can be here. And again, whether it's some of the newer shows that we added this year or the great shows that have been a part of, you know, again, everything that we do over these years. So, I mean, a big shout out to, you know, Jamie D'Amico and Big Newt, John Boccasino, Matt Rich Warren, um, of course, Jay Spence and just everything that he does for us here. Bruce Nolan. I mean, I could go on and on about about Bruce. Um, Steve Vega, the host of The Buff Hub you know, I touched base on Joe Miller and kind of just everything that he has brought to us here at Buffalo Rumblings. Nate Geary joining us this year as well, right, as part of Food for Thought with Bruce. Just so exciting to to have him on board. And who could forget my man Nate from circling the wagons doing that post-game show. Really that first guy that helped us get established with the Buffalo Rumblings podcast network and just doing a great job. So, um, to all of these guys and to all of you for, for hanging with us each and every week and listening to all the shows. I just want to say thanks because it makes it a lot of fun, right? When you're following the Buffalo Bills and you've got other fans in the community, it's just fantastic. And of course, all those other content creators out there that we engage with all the time that have us on their shows, they come on our shows. You guys, you know you know and love them like Joe Marino, Pat Moran, Aaron Quinn, Greg Thompson, Vince Taylor, Fernando Schmid—I mean, just some of the guys that you know got together with this year and had a lot of fun with. So it's uh, just—it's great to be a part of this. I don't know if it's because it's New Year's Eve, I'm feeling a little reflective. So thanks for bearing with me as I ramble through some of that stuff today. But listen, uh, getting getting past all of that, you know, there's a few thoughts I want to share with uh, with each of you, and and it'll seem like I'm jumping around just a little bit here, but that's kind of the mood I'm in today and as you you start to think about things and what you want to talk about these are the things that are certainly on on my mind so first up you know you come into this game against the Atlanta Falcons and you're a 14-point favorite and, and you're really just at that spot for me of thinking like okay no letdown whatsoever you know back in week five the Kansas City Chiefs game I think some of us, myself included, <clears throat> almost treated that as if it was like a playoff or Super Bowl type of atmosphere, right? Like the Bills beat the Chiefs and feeling a little bit of that same vibe with the victory over the Patriots from last weekend, right? Where it's just this like, oh, we did it kind of feel. And I'm, I'm not saying that so much from the the players and the coaches, but maybe more so from the fans and and listen, I'm still scarred by the 9-6 to six loss against the Jacksonville Jaguars, so just bear with me as I go through with this. But now as you're in Week 17, right, there is no, no option for a letdown. Like, you can't look past any opponent. That has happened earlier in the season, and you've seen where that has gotten you. But if you talk about the Bills in a similar fashion to in the 2020 season, right, where they were rolling through teams to end the year, and literally rolling through teams to finish things out. You know, you're looking at it now and saying, okay, can they build that same type of momentum here throughout the rest of the 2021 regular season heading into the playoffs? I certainly think they can, right? I mean, the Atlanta Falcons and the New York Jets, the final two opponents are teams that, um, at least on paper, you should be able to, right? The Bill's a 14-point favorite against the Falcons on Sunday, Um, But at this point, you don't want to see one of those where it's like, yeah, you let them hang around and then you pull away at the end or this and that. And I know it's the NFL, right? You don't just blow teams out. That's not just what we're talking about here. And you know me enough if you listen to the show that I try to be realistic with this podcast. But I want to see that foot on the gas type of offense that we saw against New England that we've seen with other games against in the past, and just see, like, let's get up early and let's just put this one away against the Falcons, right? There's nothing more I would like to see than Mitchell Trubisky kneeling on the football to end the game because Josh Allen has sat out the second half of the fourth quarter against the Falcons and against the Jets in Week 17. But no sort of letdown. And again, you talk about those scars from the loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Someday maybe I'll go back and watch that game again to try to understand exactly what happened. But I don't know. That that one hangs with me more than any loss probably should. But uh, just not looking for any sort of letdown on Sunday. And I think the Bills are primed to, uh, you know, kind of dominate from start to finish against the Falcons to get to Matt Ryan. I'd like to see that pass rush get home on him, not just for quarterback pressures, but for quarterback sacks. And I realize people can say things like, listen, quarterback sacks, it's an overrated stat, it's this and that, it's about pressures. That's fine. But if the Bills are successful with pressuring the quarterback as much as they are, you would think just by the percentages that they would have more sacks. So that's something I would like to see on Sunday. And again, like to see them get out to a hot start, finish this one, do the same thing against the Jets in Week 17, heading into the playoffs. Um, Another thing sharing, I guess I'll say a little bit of disappointment that many Bills fans share is just the fact that Steve Tasker was not named a finalist for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Um, Even if he was named a finalist, right, there was no sure thing that he would be getting in. So it's, you know, it it might just be like avoiding the inevitable disappointment that would have come if he was a finalist. But you just look at things and say, listen, the guy was a seven-time Pro Bowler seven-time first-team All-Pro, it's kind of unheard of, right? So if you're going to recognize special teams, you're going to do things with special teamers, this should be the first guy to get in, right? Because then eventually, if it's a Devin Hester, if it's a, a Matthew Slater, if there's others that get in because of their special team's play and prowess, the Tasker really is the guy that paved the way for them. And I think he'll certainly get in with the Veterans Committee, but it would have been nice if he did not have to wait another year. I mean, it's been 15 years at this point. Now he's going to have to wait at least one more. And who knows how quickly the Veterans Committee will will get him in. I hope it's something that they do sooner rather than later. One that so many of the fans can enjoy it, but the Tasker can as well, right? He has certainly paid his dues. Um, you know, you think of his family, he talks about his grandkids, all those things that are important to him. Um he deserves it. If you're talking about someone going in at special teams, he deserves it. So I will just kind of leave it at that. I mean, when I talk about my disappointment, you know, I try not to get too negative on this podcast in any way, shape, or form. But it's just like, you know, it's one of those that you're just like, all right, man, like come on. Like this this is you know, if you're if you're just not even gonna consider special teams, just come out and say it. But to have him be a semifinalist once again. Um, that just has me shaking my head is, you know, whatever, whatever it is. So I guess that's enough with that. And, you know, I'd be curious to get your takes too. So if you do get a chance, hit me up on Twitter at Anthem Marino at any time, because I would love to hear what you, uh, what you've got to say. Um, speaking of Twitter, and I forgot to mention this, I was on uh, underdog fantasy and did a fantasy draft for week 17, um, with a bunch of, uh, other Buffalo bills fans, some of our listeners and readers. Um, Greg Thompson from cover one joined us, which was a lot of fun. And, you know, it was just one of those things. So, you know, I think we'll try to do some more of these, you know, heading into next season. some maybe some best ball drafts with some Buffalo Bills fans. Maybe we'll do another one in week 18. But uh, if it's something that you're interested in, it's a lot of fun. It's a quick 10, 15 minute draft. You kind of rip through. Um, But if it's one of those things you're interested in, let me know. But for all the guys and girls that uh, participated with us, you know, if you're ever interested in doing it again, to let us know and any of the fans out there, because uh, you know, it's just a fun way to engage, and, uh, and I really enjoy it. So thank you to, to Greg and Hansel and Jeff and Jimmy and, and Sumit and everyone that really participated with us, and we'll continue to do some of that stuff, because it's just a fun way to stay engaged, especially for people like me that were already uh, knocked out of the fantasy football playoffs Um, another piece I think we need to add just when we take a look at things the Buffalo Bills are pretty healthy at this point heading into the game against the Falcons on Sunday I mean you've got everyone who has really been activated from any sort of COVID protocol right Cody Ford and Cam Lewis uh, the most recent two at least at the time of this recording no new updates as it relates to COVID-19 protocols or anyone being Added to that list, um, you know, when you talk about it as well, I mean, we've seen, you know, Gabriel Davis um, and Cole Beasley activated, John Feliciano, AJ Epinesa. It will be interesting to see how healthy these guys are, right? So, it kind of as we go through, like what what they can do on Sunday. Is John Feliciano going to go back into the starting lineup? Is he going to play as a reserve role? Um, What are we going to look at as far as the dynamic with Cole Beasley and Gabriel Davis? How healthy are they? How many snaps can they get? What is that Beasley dynamic with Isaiah McKenzie going to look like? There's a lot of different pieces out there with a lot of questions for what that can be. But the good thing is at this point is having no players on the COVID-19 list at this time to have everyone activated based on some of those new guidelines. But again, just because someone is activated might not mean that they've got enough practice underneath them or they have recovered fully to see what they can do. I mean, the two things that will be most interesting to watch on Sunday, right again, Cole Beasley and Isaiah McKenzie. And I say that meaning how much do each of those guys play? What does that look like? How creative does Brian Dable get? And what happens with John Feliciano? Um, I was listening to uh, Joe Marino earlier today, and he mentioned like, Feliciano hasn't taken meaningful snaps since like Halloween. I mean, it's been two months, right? Like you just don't come back and just jump in and pick up exactly where you left off. So that is certainly going to be a bit interesting, too, and something to watch. But I mean, listen, it is crazy to think, right? And this is me getting a little reflective now again. um, God, we're at week 17 of this season, you know, and you think back to this year, Of course, the disappointing loss in the AFC championship game. Then you get all ramped up. The combine, you get ramped up for free agency. Of course, all the draft coverage, everything in the offseason, right? Just waiting for training camp to start, just to see how things are going, to hear what's up, to get any updates that you can. To looking forward to preseason football, as crazy as that sounds, right? To then you're at this point and it's like, shoot, man, regular season's almost done. It's almost done. And here we are, New Year's Eve, recording a podcast for all of you and just uh, spending not, some time with the Bills Mafia and the Buffalo Bills community. So those are really the things I wanted to touch base on today. I mean, honestly, it's like the, there's there's so much kind of, I don't know, just when you, you think about it, like getting to, to this point of the season and the emotion coming off of the Week 16 victory over the Patriots and now being here to take on the Falcons, um, you know, everything is a must-win game at this point. You'd be like, must-win? What are you talking about? But it's like, listen, if you're going to win the AFC East, this game is a must-win opportunity that you need right now. And then week 17, must-win to win the AFC East. And then you're in the playoffs, and of course everything is a must-win game. So it's that point of the year. So listen, I'm rambling a bit. I guess that's a That's how I'm going to finish things out with you guys. But I appreciate you tuning in. As always, thank you for hitting that subscribe button, not just here, but on our YouTube channel as well. Always appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening. And as always, go Bills. More to do's, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot.